Welcome to Orpanimi. This is a short vart um, in memory of Miriam, our dear friend Miriam Lakin, Allah Shalom Miriam Yudis, Basra Uben. A short insight. Harsha's Balak. Here's the question. We know that in the world, there's a lot of talk about visualization. You want something, you, you bring the future into the present, essentially. In other words, the old way is we would think about what we want and we would say, oh, I wish I could. It, but I can't have it, and we would sort of look longingly at what we wish but can't have. That was the old way. And then the new way trans, uh, transformed into picture what you want and bring it into your life. So where does that come from? So that's a little bit connected to the Parsha, and of course it comes from Tyre, it comes from Kol bringing the future into the present right here, right now. Because imagine this, imagine if you, um, when you're editing, uh, you're editing an audio or even a video, you put it up on the screen and one of the things you do is you have a, bu- a, a lot of buzzy noises so you just cut at minute three and you cut at minute six and you cut out the whole space in between. And now it sort of goes smoothly from minute three to minute six and nobody knows the difference. You just cut out the intervening space in between. Everybody knows how to edit those things. So that's a little bit the technology of what happens when we picture something in the future and we cut out the intervening space between now and when it's actually going to happen, and then we can do a visual of picturing it, you know, without that space being right here, right now. So let's, um, let's just say a couple of words about Miriam's name. And um, and about the Parsha, as it brings that into our lives, as it gives us tools to bring that into our lives. So Miriam Yudis, Basra Uvein, so we know the name Miriam. Obviously, everybody knows Miriam Hanavia, and she really was the epitome of two, a real dichotomy, two absolute opposites. On the one hand, Miriam, the word Mar, bitterness, she was born when the gullus in Mitzrayim became the most intensified when she was born. It got really bad. It got it, it just went to its worst when she was born. And to see her little baby brother, you know, being thrown into the River Nile and all the baby boys, that was pretty bad. So her name means Mar Bitterness. And yet, we know, of course, about Miriam that she took the future vision the picture of what will be one day into the here and now. She, she, she. Of course, we know she had the she had her tambourine, and her tambourine was the symbol of a dream of the future that would one day, if you wait long enough, the future becomes the present. You know, if you think about, wow, what's going to be in eighty-six years from now? But one day, 86 years from now, it ends up being today. Like if you just wait 86 years, as Miriam did, then it ends up being, you know, current time. Remember, all, I think all of us, when we used, when we read the book 1984, when in the 60s, we thought, wow, 1984, or what was that film, 2001, A Space Odyssey, or something like that. 2001, oh my goodness, when could that be? And then one day it was 2001 and kept on going. So the thing that was the mystical future, wow, amazing, some far-off thing in the future became the present, and then it even became the past. 
so that's the concept. So Miriam very much lived with that. Miriam and Nevia, and we could say also Miriam, Miriam Lakin, that vision of what's going to be in the future, you pull it to the present, and here it is right here, right now. And one of the things we feel about her is that in the future, she, in the future she's going to come back, and what we want to do is pull that future vision of her coming back to right here, right now. Amen. And the idea, her name wasn't Miriam Yehudis, but it was Miriam Yudis, so whatever that's about. Um, Yudit. And so, like the ultimate Jew, you know, like everybody knows about Miriam, you know, like what is what is the idea of, of Yehudi or Yudi, you know? I'm of Mordechai. Maidu b'chola tarekula v'kaifer b'vayda zar v'maidu b'chola tarekula. Absolutely push away any of I desire, like, <laughs> I'm not standing for any garbage. <laughs> you know, stand for anything. And at the same time, the whole Tyra becomes, you know, living color, the real, real, real deal. That's a Yudi, Yehudi. And that, and that was Miriam. You know, like, I'm not dealing with any nonsense. Like, just give me the, the Torah straight, unadulterated, or else nothing. So that's Miriam Yudis. And, and Bas Ruvain, Ruvain, we know about Ruvain in the Chumash that he was always doing tshuva for what he felt he did wrong, um, uh, I think with his mother's tent and, um, and his relationship, in her relationship with her husband, Yaakov Vinu. And so, you know, constantly self-perfecting and let's marry you this Bas Ruvain. So just one word from the Parsha. The Parsha is Bilam and Balak, and we know that Bilam tried to curse the Jewish people, Rahman Islam, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And it's so uh, applicable today because people say, well, anti-Semitism is on the rise, God forbid, or maybe it's not. It sure looks like it. Or else it's an intense jealousy, frustration that whatever, I'm I'm not, you know, the expert on anti-Semitism, God forbid, but there's something going on. And what we want to do is pull the the future into the present, get rid of it right now. Just like it was gotten rid of in the time of Bilam. Bilam said, I don't like those Jews. So he tried to say what he was going to say, which was not uh, very positive stuff. And when he opened his mouth, he said what he will say in the future. He just couldn't seem to control it. His mouth just took over, and what we know he will say about us in the future, amazing brachas, because all the non-Jews, all the Gentiles will bench us and wish us and enable us and help us and the whole deal. He was forced to say it then. He was forced to live his future potential right there at that moment in the present. So what did he say? And he spoke about Mashiach. And it was even more proof. He said, I think, said, I see it, but not now. He's saying there's a future vision of everything, of the way the world will be, the way the Jewish people will be, the way the non-Jewish people will be, the way the world will be, the way we will the way we will interact with nature, the way brachas will come into our lives, the way we will 
the kind of mindset we'll have, all that stuff, he said, I see it, I see it, I can taste it, I can smell it, it's there. It's just not right here, you know, tapping it with my fingers. But on the, so he was saying, it's there in the future. And then he said, so who's going to bring it? Darach Kaichab Niyakov, the Kamshev of Nisrael, you know, a star will, a star will shoot out. Mashiach will bring this reality from the future to the present. But it's interesting that he was forced to say his future mindset, to express his future mindset, his Mashiachic mindset that will be in the future at that moment. It's kind of like the Arabs saying, you know, please, you know, would you like us to clear away the mosque so that you, you know, we'll just demolish it. We'll do it tomorrow morning. Oh, you want us to do it tonight before everybody goes to sleep? Sure, sure, no problem. And then why don't you just build your base of English there? We'll, we'll clear the way for you and we'll get out of the way and we'll tell us what you need and we'll help you. That's what they're going to be doing. So we see it in the way of Eranu Vila'ata. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. The Lubavitcher Rebbe says that the non-Jews, the Gentiles, will give us the place of the Beis Amigdash, their sainamatayim, of their own good free will. They're going to give us that place, and they're going to give us the lands of Kani, Kniz, of Kadmaini, those three extra lands of Eretz Yisrael that we didn't yet fully take over that belong to us, which is like around Saudi Arabia, around Iraq, those places. They will give them to us of their own free will. We're not going to necessarily have to have, we won't have to have ugly wars, God forbid. They'll, they're ready to give it to us. They will. So that's kind of a Bilam type of a, a reality of he's expressing, this is what I was really created to do. To assist the Jewish people in building the base Hamikdash to assist the Jewish people in bringing the light of Mashiach to the whole world. That's Parshas Balak. So, and we could say that that was a little bit Miriam, and is Miriam now, you know. She could see the potential of Mashiach, and ladies, let's do it. When she was not well, Rahman's son, and um, she had just had a baby, and she went to Seagate. And it was, and she was in Seagate on Yod Shvat. And it was the famous, the famous Yod Shvat in history. I mean, there was one famous Yod Shvat in history. Well, the first famous Yod Shvat in history was 1951. Well, 1950, Tafshin Yod, the Salkus of the the next famous Yud Shvat was 1951, Tafshin Yud Aleph, when the Rebbe stepped in the theater. The next famous Yud Shvat was Tafshin Lamed, 1970, Mashiach Sefer Torah. And then the next famous Yud Shvat was Tafshin Lamed, 1992, when the whole world, where that was, there was that big Kabbalah, Kabbalah's Tanim, etc., on, in front of all of the TV channels in 770, and the whole world, every phone line, was calling up any Lubavitcher they knew and asking, what is this? Please explain everything to us. Tell us. Tell us. We, we want to know. What is it? So there she was. There was Miriam. And was, you know, a couple of months before she passed away. 
And there she was with, you know, she's recovering from childbirth. And I remember she told me that all these, all these um, Hasidish women came up to her and said, please, 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 we know you're tired. We know you want to sleep. We know you just had a baby like we did, but we know you need to rest. We know, but please, please, please tell us what the Rebbe said. We really, really need to know, please. And the other thing that she said is, they would ask her those, those questions, and the other thing was that she said, um, sometimes when they would get tired, when all these ladies who also just had babies would get tired in the evening, and they just wanted to sit around and, you know, talk about recipes and stuff like that. She said, ladies, we got it for a bring. <laughs> and she would slap <laughs> Let everybody together and say, ladies, it's Yud Shvat. We got a Fabreng. You know, so either she was there on Yud Shvat or right after Yud Shvat. We've got a Fabreng. And they're like, okay, Miriam, we've got a Fabreng. So that's it. It's Parshas Balak. It's, it's Miriam's your site. And we've got a Fabreng. And we know that Miriam is here for bringing with us. And she's giving us Chizuk. Um, from that Yud Shvat to Yud Beis Tammuz, because she, I, I do remember the last time she went to the Rebbe, I remember seeing her, she went to the Rebbe, we were all going for dollars. And she went in and she came out walking, you know, out of 770 down that walkway, um, looking very serious. Um, we can imagine the kind of conversation she had with the Rebbe or the split-second encounter that she had with the Rebbe. She was very not well. Um, it was this time of year. It was warm outside. It wasn't wintertime. It was a couple of weeks before she passed away, I think. And so she started walking out of 770, and she looked very serious. And then she looked around and saw all these people there, and she put this giant smile on her face. And she walked proudly to her van, to her car, sat herself down, and probably it took all her strength to um, get to the car and everything she had. And she said, she smiled proudly and sat there in her car and waited for the kids to get in the car and went home. So... um, and it was just, as we see, she passed away just before you based Thomas. So, you're muted, but Ruvain, you're here with us, and you're, please God, going to keep on pushing in that way of, you know, I see it in the future, and I see Mashiach here, right here, right now. We don't need this in the future. We need it right here, right now. Just cut cut the cut the space in between future and present and bring it to us right here, right now. And Ms. Hashem, we will dance and sing together with Miriam Lake and Miriam Yudas Basruvain and the base of Mesa Shashlishi, and it should be immediately now. <laughs>